Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018. And on this episode of Arch Radio, we have we have a very special guest from the past. We have Anthony from the old show called A Shanty No Lemon. Hi, Anthony. Hello? Hello? Er, er, wait, who, who am I talking to today? <laughs> Archer. Archer. Archer, Archer, is it me and my boyfriend, me and my honey, Archer, Archer, Archer Radio? I, I don't remember him. He's a, he's, he's a tall guy, right? No. <laughs> how do I work this thing? Is this thing on? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, how are you, sir? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing pretty good. I can't complain. So you're doing your little spiel as if you're really old, right? I'm old. All these young whippersnappers in their their podcast. I I was there when the first podcast app came out, and you could easily trick it to make you number one if you just put gay, 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 gay in your title <laughs> name. <laughs> Too funny. Now, now you can't do anything with it because you have all the uh, you know professional people out there. It's like fuck you, Apple. <laughs> That is true. You are absolutely correct about that. And I hope to get into that in the future, uh, later, later in our discussion. But um, thank you so much for joining me. I know that you are not into podcasting these days and you are really big into your music. It seems like since you left podcasting, I don't know what, eight, 10 years ago, that you have really taken off with your music. And I want to give you just a, a couple minutes to discuss what it is that you're doing in music. Do you care to share that with us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, where do you want to start? I could, I could, I have a whole spiel. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I know because everyone has heard George and Atlanta's show, so we know a lot about what you're doing. But I was just going to yeah. say, just give us a brief little update on what it is that you what it, that you do. Uh, well, I am involved in multiple projects, seemingly on and off, simply because of the fact that trying to keep bands together it's like herding cats, um, and. Um, I started, um, well, I started when I was 35, I'm 42 going on 43 now, and I started this whole process and had a lot to learn, and um, started, eventually settled down with my first band, that band broke up, and then I joined another band, and I quit and went back to the first band, and then I was asked to join another band. So at one point this year, I've been doing three bands and four projects. And the fourth one being my solo effort, which I work with from people all over the world to basically collaborate online and make music online. Um, and uh, it's the the two bands. I, I, I finished my time with the, the, the Pink Floyd tribute band. And the other band, uh, Blue August, has taken a hiatus. So right now, my primary focus is Picasso's Dream, my first band, and uh, my solo effort, which is the Ensemble Project. And uh, it's been great. So it's something, something I should have been doing a long, long time ago and didn't realize it till till much later in life, unfortunately. Absolutely, because I remember maybe it was just towards the end of podcasting that you were just starting to do that, getting into the music thing. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you've... Um, gone in that direction and it's going well for you yeah it's it's one of those things where i always you know i always had it in the back of my mind but when i turned 35 i'm like well crap if i don't start this now i'm going to be too old to do anything so <laughs> i might as well start it while i could still do something and um and originally i wanted to just do covers but it ended up sort of pushing me into relearning my piano skills and also learning how to write and create my own music, which is I found is actually much more rewarding. So, um, and I mean, I, I've, I mean, back, back in the day, I couldn't tell you what a hi hat was for from a tom, and now it's like there's so much I know now. I mean, my main tool on my computer went from Photoshop to Logic Pro, so it's just it's interesting how just you know you you migrate from one thing to to another over time. Yeah, very cool. So you play the piano. Do you play other instruments too, or you just focus on the piano? Uh, mostly, I wouldn't say it's piano; it's more synthesizer. But there is some piano here and there. Um, but harmonica and tambourine are pretty much the. Extent. <laughs> That's <laughs> I interesting. Play, I, I, I do play a little harmonica on it, and uh, maybe some occasional background vocals. When I, when I first started, I wanted to sing, and quickly found that uh, 
uh, dogs howl, cats crying, babies, you know, run away in horror when I sing. So, <laughs> so it was good that I could actually play something and whatnot. So I, I, beca- I actually got really into playing the, the keyboard again. I, I took piano lessons when I was from 88, 87, 89, and then from like 2000, 2002. And then I didn't touch for a very long time and then just got back into it. And then just for some reason, it was much easier this time, I think, because I was an adult to just put it all back together. So Very good. Now, I should mention that we have um, two new uh, people in the chat room. We have Big Fatty from Big Fatty Online, and we have Veritable Virgo. Virgo. Hey, guys. And Big Fatty says that he heard all about you on George in Atlanta. Yeah, thanks to George for having me on and whatnot. So, I know. Now, listen, here's the thing about that. I messaged you on Instagram like I don't know a month ago or something like that, and I was like, oh, and I guess he doesn't check his messages. And then I heard you on George and Atlanta. And I'm like, that little fucker. Why didn't he answer his oh. messages? <laughs> well, it's um, I am I am trying to desocialize media myself and and whatnot. I am um. I am getting to the point, and maybe it's just because I'm becoming an, an old man. But um, you know, I, 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 I'm canceling. I mean, I, I canceled my Twitter account. But why? Why? Because I found the only thing I was posting was negative things, and it really is to me. Twitter is like the worst of human beings. But why didn't why didn't you use it to promote your music? Um, I really wasn't getting any response there. Twitter really isn't. Um, Twitter is strangely enough. Twitter, I got more more um, of traction on, on Facebook. I really did was not getting anything on Twitter, uh-huh. um, and um, <laughs> and I was also looking for a job. And I just there was just some old posts. I didn't want to come back and haunt me. <laughs> oh, okay. So so I'm like I'm like I don't use this anymore. I really do. It's just like this is stupid. Everything I want to post on here, I can't really post more than 120 characters. It's just like this is dumb. So, um, so I canceled that, and um, I'm slowly after finding out, you know, all the horrible things that Facebook does, and and I work. My job involves analytics, and once you're behind the scenes. And you find out what companies track and how much they track and how bad Facebook tracks you. It's horrifying. So I'm making a, a, a slow uh, clean cleansing of all my social media stuff. And then I'm just going to cancel. I, I still got a, a back end account to manage my my music pages. But there's really no reason for me to have a personal page this day and age. And, and the reason why George got to me is he emailed me. <laughs> I mean, email me. Email is really the best way to get a hold of me. Oh yeah, I found that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's all. You're, I'm like, oh hey, Archer messaged me and whatnot. But uh, I, I rare, you know. And once, what I did is I've, I deleted Facebook from my phone, and ever since I've done that, I've been so de-stressed. It's amazing. I mean, I don't have to worry about posting something and then somebody liking it or getting comments. Uh, it's just like, and it's anybody that wants to communicate with me has my phone number or my email. I don't need, I don't need Facebook to exist. Well, I thought I had your email, but I could not find it anywhere. So that's why I had to go through um, Instagram. Cause I knew we were friends uh, on friends on Instagram for a long time, but I just, I didn't have your email address. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, it's anthonyannandsumble.com. <laughs> well, yeah, now I know that. But, I mean, I probably knew that before, but I just didn't, you know, make, well, the, make also, the connection. Well, I also checked my website, and my, my contact form wasn't working either. So, oh, <laughs> if, I, if I get rid of Facebook, I really should have this work in here. So, um, so it's it's. But there's been a couple things that when I like. I, I Basically, I'm trying my best to de-Google, de- de-Google Fi and de Facebook my Facebook myself. That doesn't sound right, but um, basically, just get rid of that. And you know, life is just so much simpler now. <laughs> but now, do you say you're going to get rid of Instagram too? Instagram, I may keep on, but the problem is, is that it's also uh, a Facebook property. So at some point, you know, when you go to any website now, Facebook goes around to companies and says, "Hey, put our tag on your site, and you can retarget people, remarket to them." So if you go to Oh, let's say an insurance company that rhymes with blatant wide. And you're, looking at, 
you're looking at motorcycle insurance and then um you go to facebook it says hey why don't you come back and get that motorcycle insurance you were looking at so um so they track you all over the place every website has that stupid pixel on there to track you so needless to say everywhere i go now i get ads for hair growth for men why don't you use hair growth for men are you balding <laughs> try this it's like fuck you i don't want to be reminded everywhere time i go somewhere god damn it yeah but that means that you did a search at one time for you know balding uh, remedies or I something I went to four hymns and four hymns probably had dot com had had the tra the tracking tag and then now it tracks me everywhere I freaking go. It's annoying. Yeah. So yeah. at some point you just go, you know what? I'm tired of being a product for the corporation. Well, yeah, and they so, want your money. Well, yeah, but if but I, I I will give them my money when I'm darn ready for it. <laughs> but um, you you know I, I discovered a couple of great things. One of them is a little app called Better which you can download in the Mac App Store, which just blocks everything, everything and anything. That's I mean, even the better. better B, yeah, B-E-T-T-E-R. It, like, blocks the annoying when you go to a website and it brings up a whole page ad, even if you have blockers on and says, hey, we got to keep the lights on like where.com does. And it's like, oh. it, even if it blocks that shit, it's great. And your web pages load like that, and it's just, I mean, what, once you discover... Like here's an example. This is a little. This is a behind the scenes. This will scare scare the bejeebers out of you. <laughs> so most companies cannot store your personal information in systems like Google Analytics and um, Adobe Analytics. So they can't store like your name or your social security number, stuff like that. Because if somebody was to get in their system and hack them, then they're liable. But what they can do is assign a unique ID number for you with their local database, send you an email with that random number in there, and then pass that number in that email when you click on it to their web page to be collected by Google Analytics. Oh. And, then what, and then what they do is they just pull down that number, and then they combine it with their database, work some Excel magic, and there you go. Then they track you. And that, that technically is legal because they're not passing any personal identifiable information right, right. to Google Analytics or any of the analytics programs. But it's damn creepy. <laughs> it, is, it is creepy. Now, yeah. um, Veritable Virgo says in the chat room, which I think is interesting, he said, how sad that in the age of Grinder, we have to ask <laughs> how to spell better <laughs> because Grinder leaves out the E at the end. Well, you, you know, and you probably know this from the days of when you were, were teaching and whatnot. The, uh, the, the English language is changing almost too fast for my taste. <laughs> so, wow. uh, but yeah, there's, there's, if I would advise anybody, if you, if you really don't have a reason, if you're, if your livelihood does not rely on social media, don't, I mean, just get off Facebook. There's, because yeah. well, what, what I end up doing is it's like, I go on Facebook to start an argument. It's the old Monty Python sketch. <laughs> I've, I've been here for an argument. I'm like, I know. why am I doing but, this? Why, do, why am I trying to argue with people? They're nice people. We're not going to get into any kind of um, arguing on this podcast. But um, I will say that that's, that's what I use Facebook for. Is to post, like today I got uh, new teeth in the front of my mouth. So I posted this big picture of my, of my new teeth. But so basically I just post like things about myself or me and my husband or... Um, but I do go into the political realm too, and then I get all kinds of comments and crazy shit. But uh, we're not going to go into that tonight either. But um, I, I kind of like, I still kind of like Facebook. I'm very intelligent in terms of knowing that half the shit that's posted on there is, um, oh, like useless crap, or they're trying to change your mind about this and that. I mean, I understand all that, but I'm just, I'm going to keep Facebook. I think. So. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if I mean, I'm, you don't have to get rid of it, but it's just that you just have to realize that you are the, if it's free, you are the product. Yes, that I do understand that. And I, I realize they are completely tracking everything I click on and all that stuff. I but it doesn't bother me right now. So, OK, but, uh, for, for, for me, it's just I, I, I've decided I'm trying to get myself off the grid to the as much as possible i know it's not going to be perfect but i don't like the fact that everywhere i go i'm being tracked and everything i do is basically tr 
you know, shoved back in my face as a product. Yeah, uh, yeah, I understand that, but I think um, in the long run with your music that you're going to cut off some, unless you create a Facebook page and an um, Instagram and a Twitter just for your music. Yeah. That, that might be a better idea. Well, what I ended up doing for a lot of my Facebook stuff is I decided I'm just going to post happy stuff and stuff about my music. Um, (laughs) Because, I mean, you know, positive stuff, because there's just so much crap out there to begin with. And quite honestly, at the end of the day, generally arguments go like this. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're sort of wrong. No, you're sort of wrong. Okay, I could sort of agree. Okay, we're still friends. Okay, we're still friends. Have a good good, day. Catch you later. That's that's generally how (laughs) the arguments go on, on Facebook. So... Um, and I have a back in, a back end account that I'm I'm just managing the pages. Um, it doesn't take that much money to get somebody to post a Facebook ad, get somebody to like your page and communicate from them. I just don't want any personal stuff put out there because I don't want to be tracked personally. Um, and generally, most of the music stuff is going to be on my on my pages and stuff. So I'm I'm, I'm going to sort of take it from there and just we'll see, we'll see what happens. This is this is all a grand experiment in one way or the other. So okay, well, I I wish you good luck with that. Thank you. But now, how are you doing? By the way, I, I'm doing great. But you got I, married. I did get married, but this is about you. I want to talk oh, about okay. you. But um, I want to go back like eight to ten years ago, maybe not quite ten. When you were uh, randomly um, podcasting and you randomly showed up on my Archer Radio Group shows or other people's podcasts. And I wonder, um, well, because I stopped podcasting in 2010, but um, what, what happened to you with podcasting? Why did you decide to hang that, hang that up? Oh, just nobody was listening. <laughs> what do you think? How, how do you know nobody was listening? Well, the, 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 this weekend gay show really had no ratings and, um, at least from what I could tell. And I could not get the other guys to come in for the show anymore. Everybody was so busy with their lives. Um, I could not get, and I'm one of those guys that realizes that I'm much more interesting working with other people. I mean, by myself, it's just that very interesting. Oh, so, that's, that's actually a very good realization then. Yeah. So, so when the guys start getting busy, like, um, Andy's swimming now, he's like swam in the gay games. I mean, his, he's become like a, a Olympic athlete in swimming wow. and everything. Um, Tim is, Tim's doing his hotel stuff. Um, Patrick, I haven't talked to in a while. I know he's, um, he's still where he's, he's at, at the, his job and everything. Um, it's funny, Mike who joined us at the very end actually is doing the real gay movie podcast, which oh. is funny because he's doing that one now and he started on our show and, um, and Mark's still working and being a landlord for multiple houses. So everybody just got busy and it just, I could not get everybody to drive up 20 minutes for a show. Yeah. And it was just sort of like, okay, I think I've I think I've said everything I needed to say and my music stuff was really, if you're going to be a musician, you really have to dedicate a lot, a lot of time in the beginning to learn, to ramp up to people who have been doing it for years. So it really required me. Oh, and I, Oh, and I also broke up with my ex too. So I really, I I want to go there next. (laughs) I really wasn't, really wasn't feeling like talking to the world. Like, my life sucks. I'm here alone by myself. Um, I hate the word. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, that's where my mind was at the time. So there really wasn't much to say or be comical about. So um, the music became my primary diversion. And once that started taking off and I realized I could do something with that, then all my creative energy went into that. And gotcha. it was just like, but, but I, I have to say, I mean, podcasting did teach me, I did two things. They introduced me to Mike, who helped me get started with my first band by giving me equipment and playing bass. And then two, it showed me how to mix things in GarageBand, which translated to Logic. So, um, and by the way, for some reason, the chat room keeps refreshing here. I don't know why. I don't know why either, but just, you'll come back. Oh, there you are. You came back in. 
Yeah, but but th- that's basically what happens. I mean, the main thing was I could not get the talent to show up. So, and it's and this is the same thing with bands is that if somebody drops out of a band, you have to go look for that next person to play that particular instrument, and it may take you several months. I, when I did version 2.0, Picasso's Stream, it took about a year to find the right people to put this back together, and I really didn't want to dedicate you know a lot of time effort. Then once we found the right people, it's like okay, good, let's go. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question about the music. And uh, are you doing the music twenty four seven now, or do you still have a day job? Oh, I still got a day job. It's involved in analytics. So. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. So now let's go back back in that time again, eight seven years, seven eight years ago. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but you you appeared on my group shows a lot back then. Let's say ten years ago. And we used to give you a hard time because you didn't have a boyfriend at the time or you you were dating or whatever. And then towards the end, before I quit, you got a regular partner. You had a partner for quite a, a couple of years, I think, two years or something like that. Five years. Five, Five years. years. Well, yeah. what happened there? Uh, yeah, I caught him doing crystal meth and kicked him out of the house. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a... Uh, um, well, let's see. You are in Ohio, right? No, where I don't know where you are. Well, yeah, no, I'm in Columbus. So. Oh yeah. Oh, you're uh, in Columbus. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. I was just in, not just, but I was in Columbus last April for my niece's wedding. Oh, we should have uh, should have given me a buzz. Yeah, you know, I was, I was there like, for like three days. Yeah. My one job flew me out to Woodland Hills, and I tried to connect, and it didn't happen. But I reached out to Auntie Vera, and it was funny because I went to. I was at this hotel, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's a, a shop, a, you know, a store just around the corner. And I turn around, it's Vons. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the Vons where Auntie Beer was at. Oh, my God, I'm walking to the Vons where Auntie Beer. <laughs> and I'm just, I think of all the stories about, you know, he was telling us about, about the, the lady with poop on her, her shirt and everything. And, <laughs> and all, all, everything, all of this stuff kind of flooding back to me. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in an actual place and whatnot. So it was interesting being in Woodland Hills for a couple of days in, like, the actual spot. A neighborhood of anti Vera and whatnot. So. Yeah. Well, you know, she doesn't podcast uh, anymore either. I I know. I have to. I just downloaded the last show. I have to listen to it and whatnot. But, oh, so, um, so do you still listen to podcasts? I'm just getting back into them. For the longest time, the only one I've really listened to is the No Agenda show, which I've sort of stopped listening to because they tend to be a little bit of assholes to people with animals. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> okay, but, well that's right. Uh, you have a lot of birds, right? Yes, I do. We got eleven birds, so I inherited those from my ex as well. Um, but um, but no, so I, I I kicked him out of the house, and we separated. I was I was single for about eight months, where I met my my current partner Daniel, and um, now we're coming up on our fifth year, and uh, we bought. Oh my a house. gosh, you've already been with him five years. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you married? No, no, not yet. Don't rush it. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just asking because I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not. We bought a house, so it's to me that's that's pretty much. <laughs> that that's so. actually pretty wild that you bought a house together. Good for you. Yeah. Now uh, the the one that was um, doing meth, um, did he? Did you guys get married? No, no, no. That was before it was even legal. Oh, okay. So okay. So, I mean, that was that was what 2012. So oh God, that's that, six years ago, yeah. Yeah, so and he moved back to Michigan and whatnot. So but um and then I yeah, I met Daniel end of two thousand thirteen, I think in God. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh and he moved in right away and then uh you know, now I feel like we've been married uh, you know, married like hundred and fifty eons. <laughs> so but you're not um, married, right? No, no, we're not technic- we're not married, but uh, I he he's given me the ultimatum. He's five years younger than me, so he's thirty eight. Oh my! And, you were rob- and, robbing that cradle. Oh no, he's not that. It, what's funny is everybody thinks I'm his father. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's he looks very young, and um, so everywhere we go, everybody thinks that I'm his father. So um, when we like, I walked in when he was working at Banana Republic. His coworkers like, "Oh, your dad's here!" And he starts freaking out because he doesn't talk to his actual dad. And then he oh. starts laughing when he walks in. And I almost wanted to go. I'm not his dad, but I sometimes do give him a spanking. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, he uh, he said, I'm not turning 40 without being married. I'm like, okay, well, then we have a good seven years to test run the beta test. This. But now I, he, he said he's 38 now. Yeah, so I got about two more years. Yeah, but now are you are you um, you know on the on the bandwagon to get married at some point? I am not in any hurry to get married. I mean, if it's something that you know, I figure at that point if he's still around, I'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, to me, you know, I, I my big thing is I hear people with like the amount of money to get unmarried is ridiculous. Um, you mean like for the license and stuff or the actual ceremony and, and no, no, to, to get divorced. I mean, that's, that's expensive. And <laughs> You're already me, thinking about divorcing well, him. <laughs> to me, it's like, that was the greatest thing about being gay. So if it didn't work out, you just went your separate ways and whatnot. I, you know, I understand, um, from a, uh, technical background, it's like, okay, you know, you get married because you're, 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 you know, Binding finances, and also you're also saying to the world, "This guy has my back." So I, I get that, but I honestly don't think it's even needed in this day and age. I mean, if you know, if if you guys get along, and plus my own, my other fear is that once he gets married, he's going to stop trying. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, I see what you're saying. If you're around seven years, fine, I'll get married and whatnot, but don't stop. You know, don't stop trying. Well, we waited um, 10 years before we got married. And we got married um, exactly 10 years from the day of our first date. And has anything changed since you've been married? Well, yes, but I'm not going to go into that on a podcast. Oh, <laughs> is it still, let me see. Is there, are you still doing well? Did oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you yeah. move it together? Yeah, I moved into Washington, D.C., Okay. Did you guys get a new place or house or? Apartment? Well, we should have, but we didn't. Okay. I moved into his house. Because doesn't he have like three dogs or something? Oh no, no animals. Our our okay. building is an animal-free building. Okay. All right. I see. He takes care of dogs, doesn't he? Oh, he used to. Yes, he doesn't do that anymore. But you're right. Yeah, he used to. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Well, congratulations either way. Sir. Well, thank you very much. And I'm I'm so glad that you found somebody else because I remember we used to give you such a hard time about dating and, uh, you know, what was what were you looking for in a guy and all this kind of stuff. You should go back oh, and listen God. to some of those old group shows. Oh, I'm just waiting for the day he wakes up and realizes how crazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's I finally found somebody who is willing to put up a how absolutely crazy I am. So, I mean, that's. You know, and he also likes Star Trek. So, oh well, there you go. Right? It, he's 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 a catch. So, oh, that's good. Is he physically the type that you wanted? Um, yeah. <laughs> so that means he's uh, he's skinny. Well, we both we both sort of gained a little weight over the years, but I mean that's not why I'm in love with them. It's oh, I know, you know but but you it, you used so to be skinny, didn't you? Well, I mean, we're not fat. I mean, we're a little bit, uh, you know, over, I mean, I'm a, a little bit overweight and, and I would say so is he, but, um, I mean, I mean, we're older. We're not old. Now, so you got to stop saying that cause you're only 42. That is not <laughs> old. Well, I would say I'm in good shape for 42. All and, right, there you um, go. And, and one thing I realized is that I, I, I really would have to settle down with somebody who I can mentally tolerate compared to somebody that might be more physically adept, but drove me completely crazy yeah. with not being able. And this is, I would say he's probably the first guy that is, if not smarter than me on par with my intelligence. And to me, that is probably the most attractive thing in, to me. And the other thing that I ran into is um, when we started dating, uh, I started getting low T so any sex drive I had to begin with just went oh. out the window. So are you on testosterone? No, I've I tried. Um, I've tried three things, and I almost got the one that almost but the, the the underarm deodorant. I almost killed myself because it made me suicidal. Um, the first one was a patch. I was allergic to that, and um, that gave me a bad rash. And then the under underarm deodorant stuff, I got I was like, why, why am I so upset? Why am I so upset? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's the drugs I'm taking. Aww. So I stopped that immediately. And I just got to a point where it's like, you know what? 
getting an erection really isn't that important to me at this particular stage of the game. I, you know, I get so much more stimulus from music and in and, and conversation. And I, you know, I told him, I'm like, you know, if you want to leave, this is your chance to go. And he stuck around because he feels the same way. So it's, um, it's a very well, loving relationship, and, and that's what I, I, I love him for who he is. Well, what that tells you and tells me is that your relationship is not based on sex. It's based on right. all the other things you enjoy with each other. Correct. And, and that, to me, is, is worth more than um, uh, a, se- a sexual relationship because, um, I, I mean, you I, I, we've, you know, we've... Now, the one thing I have found is that vitamins... Um, there is a great vitamin called, excuse me, Progene. Okay. Um, Progene, it's it's like a supplement you could take. That has helped for my energy levels because I was getting very, very sluggish um, with the low T. And so the, um, the Progene has really helped sort of allow me at least get up every morning, go to work and stuff. Um, and then I take a couple other vitamins to sort of help with things like <laughs> like once you discover you played a band hey why are my ears always ringing all the time <laughs> well there you go yeah <laughs> so um so yeah so but in, in short life is good new house family's good we both have jobs roof over our head i can't complain there you go now, i, I want to i'm just curious about the low t thing because um, i wonder if i have low t but um you you went to your doctor and had that diagnosed right yeah, yeah, we it took a couple blood tests and the blood tests come back and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're definitely definitely low T and, and um we were going to try I forget what the what the pill is, but before you try it, the insurance company wants you to try the patch or the uh, androgel, androgel. Yeah. Um, they want you to try these things first and I just, you know, and this is one of the things where I I pharmaceuticals are not the thing to take because I've had more success um, solving my life's problems by going to therapy, um, doing exercise. I mean, that's what you got to do. The, these drugs are just absolute poison that people, and obviously there's, there's stuff that people have to take to stay alive. Well, but, yeah, uh, right. But, 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 but this stuff was just absolute poison to my body. And I'm like, it's, it's not worth, you know, to me to, 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 and it wasn't doing anything either. It wasn't really helping me. So I, I tried them and they just, they didn't work. And I, the protein vitamins help with the energy, but, um, I find myself sort of in a mentality of sort of P pre that what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> like a 12 year old. So oh, like, prepubescent. Yes. Prepubescent. That's what I was trying to say. So, so I'm really not, you know, people, you know, you know, when you're out with, you know, your gay friends and you're in the supermarket and they're like, oh, look at that guy's ass. I'm like, yeah, it's an ass. Yeah. It's like I've I've seen a, I've seen so much porn now. <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> clothes ass is not going to excite me, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> OK, so that's what it is. It's in when you um, things don't get you excited as much as they used to. No, not really. I mean, now on the low, on the um, you had you did the deodorant one and you did the patch one. Did you notice um, hair growth, like hair coming out your ears and your nose and all that stuff? No, no, I, I got a really bad rash on the patch, partially because I oh, and I just <laughs> I discovered I'm allergic to pretty much everything food wise. I'm allergic to wheat, soy, corn, tree nuts, and dairy. And I try not to eat meat as a somewhat vegetarian, so that basically means I can only eat eggs and uh, potatoes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so uh, the, the patch had soy in it, and I just got these really bad rashes. So we tried the armpit deodorant, and I was just I was walking around work looking to jump out windows, and thankfully the windows don't open on the sky rise. It's a good um, thing. And I just realized... Well, how I'm the stupid stuff is making me depressed for no reason. And once I stopped taking it, I was fine. And now, I was just like, go, go ahead. I was just going to ask, where did you put the patch? Like where did they have you put the patch? It's supposed to go. <laughs> the, the best place is where you have your fat roll. So you put on the side of your, on your, of your, your belly, like right next to on, on like the left or right side of your gotcha, tummy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, so, and it just, it, I, it did nothing for me except give me a horrible rash. And yeah. it was just, 
well, this this is stupid. So. Well, I just think this is amazing that you guys have come to the realization that it's not all that important anymore. I mean, well, that, it's it's great. I mean, I mean, it's not that we don't try. And, well, of course, I know. Uh, but but I mean, I'm figuring when I get to seventy, I'm not going to be having sex anyway. So I'm just a little bit ahead of the game. But you you realize how much crap you could get done when you're not horny all the time. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like, well, here's another album. I was going to say, um, you said you're not going to have sex when you're seventy, and I was thinking, well, Big Fatty's seventy, and he's still having sex. Well, and it differs from person to person. I mean, I remember listening to Howard Stern talking about his sex life. When I listened to him back in the day, he was like 50 back then. So, I mean, it differs. But, um, you know, life throws you challenges and you make the best of it. You yeah, know? And, and you know what? And, I'm, I'm, think, I'm sorry, I have to inter- interrupt. I'm wrong about that. I think Big Fatty's like 60 or 62 or something like that. I got that wrong. Sorry. Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. Are you in the chat room, Big Fatty? There he goes. He says, I knew, I knew it was coming. How ver- <laughs> Verna dare you, Archer 70. 62. Okay, I was right. Then the second time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's um, quite honestly, I, I get, so, you know, the other thing I've discovered, too, is um, AMSR. Or am I saying that right? Oh, yes. I know about that. Yeah. Yeah, where they, um, you listen to things on headphones that give you tingles. Yes. Um, that is, and I, there's, there's one artist I've been watching now who's like my, my secret little, um, uh, you know, my, my secret little, um, fanboy pleasure. It, it's obviously ASMR and, um, he's in Amsterdam and he's just so cute when he does his little presentations. It's just like, tingles. I got tingles. Do you listen to or watch him on YouTube? I, I watch and listen at the same time. It's great. It's great to fall asleep to. I mean, oh my gosh! If you have any trouble sleeping, just put on an ASMR artist, and oh my god, you'll be so relaxed, so just, and you'll be out in no time. Yeah, I mean, and calm you, you don't, and all. Yeah, now, it's just it's great. Now I'm I'm I am familiar with those on YouTube because they get lots of hits on the on the YouTube. But um, changing, going back to the subject of low T. I don't know if you saw in the chat room, Veritable Virgo says, my PCP sent me to an endocrinologist after years of complaints of fatigue. He said I had low T, but after losing 80 pounds, energy is up and I've held off on therapy pending new blood work. So I think that's interesting. Okay. Well, congratulations for losing 80 pounds. I, you know, I could tell you from firsthand experience, um, exercise can fix so many things with people. Um, people, I, my, I used to have a trainer and he would say he's cured people of diabetes. Um, you know, it's, and it's hard because (laughs) when you're in three bands, 11 birds, and you have a new house that you're fixing, it's like impossible to squeeze in. So I, I try my best to squeeze in a little bit of exercise here and there, but it really does improve your outlook on life. Even if you just run around one, one mile around the block. Um, you're going to get so much more out of it and it's going to improve your life in so many ways. And the only thing I could, I, you know, I just, you don't have to do it every day, but just try to do a little bit of exercise because it really does help you, especially when you get older in life to, to just be able to have that energy boost. Well, I walk between two and three miles a day on most days. Actually, it doesn't happen every day, but most days. And I'm telling you, I'm still just tired as hell. I would prefer not to do it and just sit and watch TV. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if I do it, yeah, if you didn't do it though, you'd be even more tired. That's the thing. So, Probably. but now, um, veritable, veritable Virgo follows up by saying, "The heavier we are as men, the more our testosterone goes out of whack and estrogen increases." Correct. And and I'm only five foot seven, so um, that. You know that is could also be a part of it as you get you know older and the low T and the and the or if you're any bit heavier, it does throw your whole body out of whack. So but you don't need to lose eighty pounds. No, I God, if I lose eighty pounds, I'd be dead. But um, I, I'm trying to get back down to well. Here's the thing: for somebody so short, you don't lose weight; you gain muscle. Uh. So what you what you gauge it by is belt holes. 
So I, I was at at the start of this year, I was on my last belt hole, and now I'm down to four, my fourth belt hole. So, wow. so if so I just I, got a belt with lots of holes in it, then it would be easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want something to measure your waist by is what you're know, trying to go for. I'm just teasing, but I think that how, how 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 tall are you, Archer? Five. I'm like five eight and a half. Okay, so you have. Yeah, I mean, you could lose a little bit of weight, though. I mean, you're. Oh you're, my god, I can lose like sixty pounds. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, well, today I was two eighteen. Okay, so you could. Well, I'm not. I'm not a specialist in any way, but, um, but I would say if you're walking two miles, that should be doing it, though. You yeah, but be not much- if you keep shoving food in your mouth. You know, you well, have yeah. to. You see, you have to you cut have that to part down too. Well, you know, the other thing I did too. So at work, um, most companies have things where you talk to a health coach. Um, to sort of, you know, improve your life. And so I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do if I get money for it, fine, in my MRA account. So uh, one of the things that my health coach recommended, which has really been very helpful, is switching from sweet tea to unsweet tea and just cutting down the amount of sugar intake into your body. Um, That is true. And And here's the thing. I'm an adult. I'm 54. I and I understand that and I know that but I still eat a lot of sugar. <laughs> it's so hard some days. It's like, ooh, bro. Oh, some days. Try every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> but I just switched it to, to unsweet tea. Has a while, and that, that helped drop at least a couple of pounds. But you don't and, drink sodas then either, do you? No, after I got a really bad kidney stone after the, the, the wonderful hospital bill from that. Oh, my God. I'm like, I am never drinking soda again, and um, I have acid reflux to begin with, and... I had like I do too. <laughs> we had a we had a party, uh, a Labor Day party, and I drank soda for the first time in a long time. And oh my god, I th- I thought my my esophagus was on fire because oh. that's how that's how much it hurts. So I'm like, yeah, this is why I don't drink soda anymore. And anybody that I mean, you should just watch the videos of them putting nails in soda and see how much the nail starts to evaporate. It'll make you stop immediately. You'll I, never soda I again. have seen those, but I still drink Coke, but. I have really cut down. I only drink one, I think it's an either eight or 12 ounce, I can't remember, one a day. Well, that, oh, now is it regular Coke or diet? Regular Coke. I can't drink oh. anything diet. Yeah, diet's rat poison. Don't drink that shit. I so, agree. So, I mean, one will probably be fine. You just got to offset it with, with um, lots of water. Yes. And, and, and now here's the other thing, too, is that once you drink a lot of water, you start realizing how much you have to go pee. Which is fine because peeing is a really good thing to do because you're like rinsing out a lot of stuff out of your body. Not if you're extraordinarily pee shy, like I. <laughs> oh well, I pee at home. I mean, I don't well, go. Yeah, I don't go out very are, often. But this is like my so this my recent job is like the first job where I've had to use a um, um, a public restroom again, oh. and it's been it's been a transition for me. I've, I'm I'm literally going into the stalls. To go pee simply because I'm still so pee shy. I can't pee if there's somebody around. Well, that's and, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, it's annoying because I once again I would like to get shit done. <laughs> it's like okay, I'm in the stall. I have to make it look like I'm I'm doing number two. No, you don't, it. Anthony. You are thinking too hard on this. Just go there and pee. Stand up and pee. Oh, uh, I sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm just like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but you know what that tells me? You're worried about what other people are thinking. I, I am, and it's you know what, as as my recent retired therapist has said, just remember to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> breathe, just, just just breathe. So yeah, my therapist for twelve years uh, retired and whatnot. And all my friends are like, "Is it like what about Bob? I'm finally free from Anthony." I'm like, "No, he just, <laughs> he's he's he uh, he's you know he's needs re- he gets to retire just like everybody else after serving the community." So, but now do you have a new therapist? I am not. I felt sort of like I, I, I completed what I needed to do because I really went to him to go, how do I get a partner and, you know, find peace in my life? And how do I deal with the uh, um, family issues? Well, <laughs> my there's mom's always that. My head. And so um, he basically brought me to a good point, especially at the end, because I was dealing with a lot of issues with my last 
not my last last job, my last last job, not my last job. Um, issues at my last job where I, I really was being harassed, and um, he helped get me back on uh, on track with that. So I I owe Dr. Howard Fracken quite a lot for his, um, and he's he he's he was one of those quickly crank guys. He he appeared on Oprah. Um, he helped like three thousand male rape survivors, um, which actually inspired one of my songs. Um, he was just one of those angels of society, and uh, he deserves a vacation after all of his work. So yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah, wow. Well, good for you for getting through that. Thank you. Now, um, I know we probably should wrap this up because I'm I'm not sure if I have the, somebody else after me. If there was some discussion of somebody doing a live show after me or not, I don't know. But I'm going to wrap it up to be sure I'm done. But I want to have um, give you time to explain like uh, where people can go to hear your music. Oh, okay. Well, the, I mean, the best place to go to is my website, anthonyandsimo.com. Um, the audio section will direct you to all the various band camp sites for the various bands. And if you're going to buy anything, buy it on Bandcamp. Don't buy it on iTunes because um, we get more money on Bandcamp. And um, it's usually a better quality the way you get on iTunes, too. Um, so you can go to anthonyandsummel.com. That's going to direct you. All, all the bands I've been involved with have URLs, but they pretty much direct you to the Facebook pages. So blueaugustband.com, picassosdream.com, those all go to the Facebook pages, which you can check out. Um, I also got the Insummo Project Facebook page and... Uh, the other band I'm no longer with, so I'm not going to promote them. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But now, the first website you said was Anthony Anselmo, A-N-S-E-L-M-O. Correct. Alpha November Sierra Echo Lima Mike Oscar dot com. <laughs> not many people are going to know those military that military. <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn it because I was so tired of explaining it every time I had to call my credit card. Well, it's it's your name. Why didn't you choose something easier? <laughs> I, you I'm know, just kidding. I, I would love to change it, but it's too late now. I have so much brand recognition. <laughs> I, that is true. That is true. Now, one uh, one question too: um, Are you ever going to come back to podcasting? Um, I might pop in from time to time, especially when I'm promoting something. But right now, I am so still so freakishly busy that I mean, literally, it was come home take care of the birds, run a band practice, go come back home, watch TV, go to bed. And then like, you know, do that two nights a week, three nights a week. And, and then like Thursday nights, you know, the two hour clean, the bird room night. And after a while, I'm just like, okay, I got to slow down. I'm just, I'm doing too much. And, and, and what the, I mean, the great thing is, is that I got people asking me to do stuff all the time and I have to actually turn down work. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just too busy. I can't, uh, I can't learn a whole bunch of new songs for somebody and still try and concentrate on the songs I currently know. So, um, so it, it's great to be appreciated. That's, that's, but I've also started to say, you know, I need to start scaling back and whatnot. And, um, I think I was telling George, I'm like, I'll, I'll occasionally pop on if someone else is doing the, um, you know, recording and mixing and stuff like that. But I really felt like I had pretty much everything I had to say with a shanty no lemon. Yeah. And I have gone a little more conservative in my days. I heard you say that on George's podcast and and that really it, surprises me because you I remember and not that not that we're gonna get into politics, but um I just remember you I mean, being verge a little bit, but I, mean, just, <laughs> I just I'm remember not, I'm, you... I'm, not, I'm not a Trump apologist. I mean he still is a douchebag, but just remember too, Steve Jobs was a douchebag too and he produced great stuff. So um, you know, it's it's there's just so much going on that's so extreme right now. And you if you know, if you wanna really get down into a serious debate about something, it's like okay you really you can't do it on the view or even bill maher you have to go on joe rogan or dave rubin or what, somebody that can sit down with uh, somebody and talk to them about a topic for an hour with no commercial interruptions that's the place the real intelligence is heading towards and those are the places where i go now to to basically learn new things and hear out their sides because you'll actually get like dave rubin a guy who's pretty you know centrist but he'll have people on and actually be polite and let them talk and explain 
their side of the story. And even if he disagrees with them, he can at least do it without, you know, talking over them, yelling at them, what you have to get in a normal TV show in order for it to be entertaining. And I mean, I would have to do a podcast where it's like, okay, we're really going to have to take some time to delve into a particular issue. Um, and quite honestly, it's, you know, I, I, the other side of me is like, yeah, I'm a musician. What do I got to say? <laughs> yeah. And it takes you know, a lot of energy to, to defend, uh, um, your way of thinking, let's say. Yeah. It's like global warming. It's like, I keep going back and forth or I should say, um, man-made climate change. So even that, it's like I have to stop and correct myself, which is effort. It's like, and anapromorphic climate change. It's like, okay, I hear this story. Oh, that sounds kind of, nope, I hear that. I go back to that side. No, I hear that. I go, and after a while I go, this stuff bores me. Why do I care? <laughs> Just stop having babies, people. We'll solve all the problems. So and you'll be dead before the, the uh, climate heats up too much anyway. <laughs> well, I want, you know, animals and people and birds, you know, and, you know, I'm an animal lover, so... And that's the thing is like I have more love for animals now than the human race. You know, <laughs> I would I would prefer to solve climate change, sterilize all the men and women for 20 years. Let's just solve the problem that way. You know, I, and obviously I know there's a flaw in this logic. People don't 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 go crazy here. It's a joke. Of um, course. I know. Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing, too, is that. I don't think I could do half the jokes we did on a Shantino Lemon in this current climate nope. without somebody getting offended. And it's like people, it's, it's, it's humor. It's like half the shit that comes out of my mouth. I don't even believe, you know, I'm just <laughs> doing it to, to, to get a rise out of you. That's how comedy works. Yeah. And, you know, especially the ways we are right now where you can't say anything derogatory towards any minority group. Um, it's like, well, then fuck you. I'm not even going to bother. So you should only joke about old white men. White man. Yeah. Which I wait a minute. I am an old white man. <laughs> so that's not fair. So it's, you know, it's I don't think, you know, I'll say um, kind Chris Conrad, technical difficulties has just started making podcasts again. And I'm realizing the challenge that he's facing because, you know, he could, he can't even do the stuff he did during the Bush era because even that would be oversensitive. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like, I, I, I rather just say, you know what? I'm not going to save the world. I'm not going to change everybody's mind. I just want to make a song that maybe has a story behind it. Maybe has something to brighten somebody's day or get them to, you know, in, or give them, get them to feel something, an emotional, an emotion of some sort. And that's my contribution to mankind. I mean, I, I'm not going to win somebody over with politics at this particular stage of the game, but I can get somebody to hum something in their head that makes them happy at the end of the day. And if I've done that, then um, I feel better about myself. There you go. Excellent. Well, There's a note to end <laughs> well, at some point, I mean, I just want to, I, want, I just want you to know that you are welcome to join any of my group okay. shows. And um, if it's one that's about politics, you don't have to join or you don't have to say anything. Um, uh, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm bringing back the, the gangbang shows. I don't know if you heard that, but. Um, well, I heard, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, thank you. I mean, I may pop in from time to time, but as, as schedule permits, but um, I mean, Right now, this is a rarity because usually Wednesday nights, I'm, I'm probably doing something. So it's, um, you know, you also have to when you when you when you get a house with somebody in a relationship, you also have to spend time together. So right now we're going through, <laughs> we're going through our time together is watching Perfect Strangers. We um, we're revisiting TV shows I always wanted to watch as a kid. Um, we've finished. We went through all of Columbo. Um, we went through all the golden girls and now we're going through all perfect strangers. So it's, it's basically our, our, you know, I enjoy just tuning out at the end of the evening and spending time with the person I, I love. Yeah. So, so, I mean, everybody needs to sort of do that. And there's something to be said of like, okay, I'm taking my phone, I'm putting it in the other room. It can all wait till tomorrow. I'm just going to sit and zone out and just relax for an hour. And then I'll start all the crap again tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. It all comes back. Um, quick question about that. Um, are you watching Perfect Strangers on Netflix? <coughs> Excuse me, Netflix? Or Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Okay. All right. Because I, I would like to find that show <laughs> and watch it. Anyway, all right. Listen, 
Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really do appreciate it. I think we had a great discussion. And as I said before, you are more than welcome to join the group shows when they happen. So um, thank you so much. Archer, I'm going to give you, I'm going to send you an exclusive preview of a song I'm working on. And you could tag it to the end of your your podcast. Excellent. I'll do that. Yeah. It, this you you get the exclusive. I, I always I, I meant to say it to George, but I forgot. But I'm going to send it to you, and you get to, you get to tag it on the end of your pie. So this is a a world exclusive, only available on Archer Radio from the Insomo Project. So I'll, I'll email to you here shortly. Wow, I feel so special. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, and well- I need to. And I need one more thing. I need to get with John Young too because I want to re-record your intro and um, you know add a, a modern twist to it because the and he'll he could probably tell me the notes he sings. So oh yeah, so. he'd be the one because I don't know anything about music. <laughs> so look, look for that sometime in the next year, knowing my schedule. Yeah, I was going to say you're too busy for that. But anyway, thank you again, and I will chat with you soon. All right, thank you. Say it with me. Until next time. anybody out there? Is anybody out there? Yeah, we-